You ready? Yeah, I'm ready, man. In 20 seconds. Because I'm, I'm going to get the victory. Can I start while you're playing and just be like, man, he's... <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 101... Okay, I'm going to restart. <laughs> Good, because I have 10 seconds left, so... Wow, wow, is a very nice... Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Very Nice Podcast. I'm Yoni. I am Manny. Uh, he is here finishing up his Clash Royale game. I just won. Per usual. And uh, this is episode 101. Wow. And it'll actually be our last episode in person for a little while. We're already back. Could be forever. We're already going back to the Zoom soon. Could be forever though. Could be. For- if one of us dies, I, I suppose. Could happen. But Earthquake. Ideally, Manny is going back to USC, uh, where there are earthquakes, so be careful. Hurricane. And also, you're not in the safest of neighborhoods, so let's hope you know gun, vi- gun violence doesn't tear through. That'd be awful. Yeah, that would be awful. But anyways, it's more likely. Ideally, Manny will be moving into his nice new off-campus apartment. He's got amenities. He's got the gym. I hear they got a rub and tug what? down there. <laughs> I hear John, John told me about that. Uh, <laughs> I don't even... Uh, I'm confused. Like a massage parlor. No, they do not but have with a the massage. Bones. They do not have a massage place. No, no massage. Who, who told but you? But like rub and tug? What are you talking about? I'm just, I'm fucking with you. I don't like it. I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Manny's not a fan of that. He no. doesn't like getting massages. No. At all. No. But there's a pool. There is a pool. You're going to do that. Hot tub? Jacuzzi? Yeah. Maybe. Question, what's the difference between a hot tub and a jacuzzi? They're synonyms. A jacuzzi has bubbles. Pretty sure a hot tub has bubbles. Nah, that, then it's a jacuzzi, man. But, mm, I don't know. Well, anyways, man, he's going back to some nice L.A. weather. I just came back from Florida, so that's why this podcast is coming out a tad late. The evening of Sunday instead of the morning of Sunday. Um... And yeah, I'm just thankful that I got a haircut beforehand because it got frizzy up in that bitch. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. So you're going to go from this absurd heat to four months from now? Just be freezing your balls off. Yeah, man. which by the way, I th- I talked about this on the podcast, how my jacket got stolen, I'm pretty sure. Oh! And um, yeah, last during the middle of the winter too, worst time to lose it. Like if it was in it the summer. It was a nice jacket too, right? Uh, yeah, it was a Patagonia. It was a parka, so I had, like, uh, I mean, you, fur and stuff. Yeah, like, when you were cold, that was your jacket. 100%. And so, when I told my mom, you know, Mom, my mom, my jacket got stolen, she was like, have fun being cold. So, I still don't have a jacket, so I'm, I'm gonna need to get one of those before I go off to Boston in September. No, you should get Canada Goose. See, I'd love to because I would say it's an astonishing like fifty percent of students at BU be rocking that shit it's around cozy, campus. I've heard. I yeah, but I, can it really be worth a thousand dollars? Is like, this is every jacket a thousand? Yeah, pretty much. What? Maybe like the vests are like six, seven hundred. Seems like fake news. Yeah, look it up. I know the like the the coats that you want for Boston winter are like the ones I see people wear. Or, uh, yeah, we're talking like 
Oh, like this situation? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. some are $1,000. But like high hundreds, like almost... Yeah, low end, it's like low end is like 700 Yeah. They seem nice, though. I have a friend, Leo, who we had on the podcast. He got, he got his can of goose, but he got a deal because I think his uncle or something. Why don't you just get in on that? Or why don't well, you use I'm honey? Such, like, I'm going to strain connect. <laughs> yeah, honey, it's going to... Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, let's thank the sponsor of <laughs> Uh, this is a great time to introduce our sponsor for this uh, podcast. No, fuck honey. Um, Why, dude? I'm joking. Honey's because great. if we ever get big enough, I hope they don't go back and hear that. Because we would love your sponsorship if you paid us. Because I know, I mean, I know Cody Co. YouTuber I like. He, Real he's always like, oh, check out honey. How does honey make money? Dude, I get that. I actually listen to Cody Co. I followed through on his ads on his YouTube videos, and I. Uh, added the Chrome extension to I also my browser, and and it comes up when I'm like online shopping, and I'm like, oh, thanks, honey. But it just never, there never gives me a dis- discount. You know it what? Never finds I thought it didn't work, and then one day, saved me eighty bucks. On what? A dog test, DNA test. Why is it? Wait, why a dog test? Like we tested my dog's DNA to see what breed she is. Uh, why? Because she's, I feel like that's a waste of. She's money. a rescue. We want because like that way you, you just like, wanted to know. Well, it lets you know like the dog's attributes, so you like know how to care for them properly, and okay, it like gives you a health assessment to know if there's like okay, if they're prone so there's to get actually a like real world benefits too. Yeah, but how does Honey make money, Honey? Honey money. I don't know because it's not like a, a website where you could where they could have ads on it, where they can put ads on. It's just a an extension that pops yeah, up what? when you. I think they're like I think I do because I always see like Capital One, so maybe they're like that's one of their sponsors. Great question though. I mean they they be spending a lot of money on uh, on those fucking on ads to YouTubers. A lot of money goes to those YouTubers. But yeah, so uh, honey, shout out to you for saving Manny uh, eighty dollars on uh, his dog DNA test. You're a real one. Free ad. You're welcome. Anyway, how did we get on the honey? You're talking about how expensive Canada goose. Was. Oh yeah, so so you're gonna get a jacket or? So yeah, I'm I'm not sure what the deal is. My mom threw me over my dad's old like ski jacket, but it's like kind of thin. It's a North Face. It's nice, but it's very old and like not not what you need. It's not it's not the thickness. It's Boston winter. How about this idea? Okay, instead brainstorm instead of a. Jazz hands. Instead of getting a winter jacket, just wear multiple, multiple layers of pants. So then your legs will, like, be sweating, and it'll, like, counteract your cold upper body. Why wouldn't I just wear a bunch of layers of, like, long sleeve shirts to keep... You'll look ridiculous. I wouldn't look ridiculous in the... No. In the layers of pants. You would just have a dumpy. True, which is something I do not have yeah. and would love to acquire without the work of doing squats. Lots of pants. I actually just hit like day to day. Oh, really? I uh, And it was, yeah, I mean, my, I, my tushy is sore. So. I hit legs and then I went on a hike the next day and now my hamstrings hurt if you want to massage them for me. Speaking of massages, my grandmother bought that massage gun that you oh, love so much. That's great. Um, Game changer. And she's been, she's like, yeah, because, you know, grandma's older you know whatever pain here pain that and so she did it to me after and she like just kept hitting the bone and i'm like ah, like oh yeah back. you gotta be accurate yeah precision. The, I mean, she got it eventually but 
I don't know if she listens to the podcast. I hope not. But every, so my little sister, Ella, she like did it to her because she needed like spots on her back. She couldn't reach and just like the most disturbing sounds come from her mouth. When from she, Ella? From the, no, from my grandma when she's getting massaged by Ella. Uh, would you like to recreate one of those sounds? Anna? Just like, a, oh my God. Ah. Uh. I didn't need um, I uh, <laughs> Yeah. Everyone loves massages. The issue is, no one can massage their friends because they just go like, oh. Dude. Oh. Funny enough, again with the massages. I have so many massage stories. Um, not to get weird, but I'm actually like a like a very popular masseuse for my, that right. my friends love to go to. Let's see. Uh, let's see the Post pod. First pot, po- po- post I have post there's a pod. whole there's a whole routine. It's a situation. It's for the Patreon. If it's good enough, I will Venmo you five dollars. It's for the Patreon, yeah. You be, but you have to like lay down. <laughs> it's a whole lay down thing. No, but anyways, I forgot. Like one, I forgot so, one night. I can was we end just... the pot now. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. Um... Manny's a little impatient. He need just you know. Right. My patience is gonna now. increase. Um. Anyways, no. So, so it was just like one night at BU, just like a late night after whatever, going out with friends, and like somebody's just like, "Damn, I'd love a massage," and I was like, "Fuck it, why not?" Like I got the energy. What so a I just, big guy. I, she lays down, and I just go at it, and then she's like, "This is amazing." And there's like a bunch of other friends there, and they're all like, "Yoni, let me try, let me try, let me see if it's really good." And I give it to like all of them this one night, and the then room. your reputation, and they're all like, "Oh my god, Yoni." <laughs> They're sucking your dick over You're how good amazing. You so what I'm thinking now is because I'm living off campus, I'm considering opening up a little massage parlor in my uh, in my room, or maybe in the basement where one of my roommates will be. But you know, just like dude, honestly, it'd be so easy. You could get like, like a little moolah. table situation. Yes, I mean, what was the movie War Dog? One of the guys was a masseuse. He had that little. He brought that little table thing with him to clients. You can houses. Even... I can just go to their house. Oh my god! For like yeah. an extra, extra fee with the equipment. What would your like price range be? Do you think? I think I'd have to start modestly because I don't know if only students my... are going to tip you. Though is the thing. Yeah, I would have to start modestly. My clientele would also be pretty modest students. You know, not the wealthiest, but. I would slowly accumulate clout in the massage, <laughs> the massage field. What about like fifty bucks for just no training too? You know how there's like school yeah, I'm yeah, just a fucking natural. Fifty bucks, okay, but could you go for an hour? See, that's the thing. I get tired after like ten, fifteen. Yeah, minutes. that's the issue. That so like when you've got a massage, they just go at you for like an hour. Yeah. So the reason Yoni made a massage joke was because my mom bought me like multiple years ago like a massage envy th- account. So basically, once a month, got a lot of massages. Yeah. I could get a massage, and it was nice. I try to throw the massage joke on John, just you know, to throw him under the bus. Yeah, I was like, what's going on with John? And I didn't even know which. I have multiple friends named John, uh, so it was so well, alarming. Come on, Gushman. Yeah, Cushman. The Cushman. Yeah, but anyways, um, point being... That's such a good nickname. Cushman? The Cushman. Oh, the Cushman. I might have to call him that. No, but... But yeah, like, you could even get a 90-minute massage. It's the same person. But I think think low-key, like, once you're... If you do massages like that for that long, you realize, like, there's ways to waste time, you know? Like, you have to, like, you feel, like, each muscle to find out where it's sore. Yeah, and also, And like, then you, like, just The do... lubing. <laughs> the lathering. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I think my forearms aren't strong enough yet, but I bet there's, like, 
masseuse exercises. Oh yeah, you can do. And we didn't even talk about the sauciest massage parlor at that truck stop we were at. Oh my god, yeah. So we're driving <laughs> in Nebraska. We're driving in Nebraska and heading home, and like we just see this ginormous truck stop, and all it is is it's, it's like a place for trucks to clean their cars, a hotel for the truck drivers, gas, and a food, mas- food and a massage parlor. Just a ma- <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. And you know, obviously, one of those things. You know, stands out as a bit odd. Yeah, no, that place definitely has rub and tugs. Although, imagine an apartment complex with a massage parlor. I mean, I'm not sure even rub and tug. I mean, a rub and tug. You know, I'm sure massage parlors exist, like within. Yeah, but that's like the look. That's the luxury. The luxury. That's like, well, like at the Intercontinental. <laughs> I don't stay at the Intercontinental. If you're a real listener, listener, you'll understand that reference. I don't stay at the Intercontinental. I don't. I mean, his parents do, though. His parents did. Actually, I do think they're staying there again when they move me in. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My sister's coming. My older sister's coming to move me in. She's she's so bored here. She's not going to L.A. till October. She's like, can I come with you, please? And I'm like, sure. Like, Dude, it's so messed up. During, parent, <laughs> during parents' weekend, they have a hotel, and they increase the prices. USC increases the prices of the hotel by, like, three times, because they know, like... People's. Wait, USC has a hotel. Yeah, the USC hotel. What? It's okay. Yeah, it's not like. I mean, it's not like it's a f- better than the dorms, right? I mean, I'm yeah, having... yeah. Like they have a pool. What? I didn't know. Do you, like how many colleges have hotels? There's not. There can't be that many. Apparently, USC's campus is considered bougie, just because we have a Lululemon, Trader Joe's, Kava. You have it like in the fenced campus. Well, there's the fence. So we have like the fenced campus. Yeah. That's like walled. It's like. it's like a oasis (laughs) yeah and then there's like one particular corner that if you exit campus and cross a street you're technically not like in the main like where the classrooms are yeah but you're still on the campus it's called the village and then it's like the village has student housing like apartment style okay um it has trader joe's a bunch of restaurants target kava uh you know that's basically what Boston is, just yeah. like a not campus, like the village. Yeah. Just like, yeah. I mean, obviously you can go farther in LA and find other stuff, but but like the village is like a, it was a five minute walk from my dorm. Yeah. Nice. So the, U, wow, the USC hotel, the Drake should change that line to, I don't stay at the USC hotel. No, he does stay there. Though. So that's the thing. Maybe he said, I don't stay at the Intercontinental because he was really staying at the USC hotel. Does UCLA have a hotel? I feel like their campus is huge is it probably. really yeah. is, is it a bigger school than usc like more people uh i think so their campus though is kind of sucks in the sense that it's so hilly yeah i've heard that about like brandeis too which is near boss and i hear about hilly campuses yeah my campus is completely flat nice yeah i mean just kind of is yeah it is what it, i still like yeah i don't even like really know what it looks like i'm definitely pulling up dude i don't know when to come time. you gotta give me like the you should just come for like Gas party weekends. You should just come for like a crazy concert or something, you know? Yeah. Um Yeah. By the way, Kid Cuddy, I wanna see Kid Cuddy. He's coming here late August. Yeah, I heard he was meant to play, but he was fearful of bottle throwers. That's the thing, man. I feel like in Denver, like I don't know where he's performing, but like everyone's too nice here to throw bottles, all the Kanye lovers. But like Boston, I don't know how I don't know how safe he is. <laughs> you got those angry northeasterners, man. Also, you know, some some mild racists. I mean, Boston. Fuck Boston. Is, 
Boston's a historically yeah. Yeah, NBA <laughs> players hate like who don't play for Boston. Just think Boston's so racist. Yeah, I mean Bill Russell had to deal with a lot of shit, and he did he play for. And which, he by the way, rest in peace, Bill Russell. Yeah, dude, honestly, great guy. I don't. Did we talk about that on the pod? No, it was really sad. Kind of hit me hard, oddly, because like I never obviously watched him play, but I'm just like he's always been around. Yeah, he was kind of like he's, the you know, legacy. He's like old. He's like the grandpa of the NBA. Like, did you see that one clip of him standing on stage with like six of the best enters of all time? And he just points at all of them and goes, I would kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, rest in peace. Well, anyways, yeah, he was he was racistly heckled. I don't know if that's how you say it. When he, he experienced when he racism, player. yeah. Um, but they retired his number. They reti- The league retired I know. his number. I know. Which current players like LeBron who wears six can still wear it. I know. But like no one else. I feel like. You know, all these NBA legends are going to die eventually. And are they going to have... I mean, you can't they retire didn't, all their numbers. But Bill Russell was, like, was the like foundation the of the NBA. Yeah, and Wilt. And... But they didn't reti- When did Wilt die? Probably earlier. Yeah, he did he die. Died young. And the other thing is, like, it's hard... Because everyone knows Jerry West shouldn't be on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's a good basketball player. Really I think good. he has, like, five MVPs. He won one ring. Everyone knows why he is on the cover. He was a white guy. Yeah, he was like a really good white. He was like the first like all star. Yeah, white player pretty much. And so, you know, they can't. And now it's like they can't change it, not because they care about race, but because it's just been the logo. Yeah, that would be a whole rebranding. Yeah, thing. it'd be. A, it'd I'm be a sure huge... if the NBA could, they would. Maybe they're they'll very pro- like they're very progressive. Maybe they'll do it like when LeBron dies. Oh, that's a sad the logo. <laughs> Little rest in peace, bro. I can't. I I just like can't even imagine when LeBron dies and like the internet is even more. The internet's just gonna be more brutal and cruel than it no is today. No matter how he dies, it's a bit of a heart attack. <laughs> just the comment, bro. And you know, I always see this when like like sports pages like ESPN, Bleacher Report. They never when somebody dies, they never turn off the comments in the post. And I see a lot of people commenting like, "Dude, turn off the comments. Like respect." The, the dead. dead, yeah. And I just know they're not going to do that for LeBron either because they just well, they, don't listen. Well, they need the engagement, bro. And, and exactly. And so then you're just going to have all these the <laughs> fucking the weak heart, the you know, crippled, you know, like... Uh. Like horrifically, God forbid, I, I, there's no way this ever happened, but imagine he was like eating a steak dinner one night and choked on, on his dinner and like passed away. <laughs> the joke! The comments would... <laughs> be vicious it would be so vicious i mean it'd be really sad though i feel like lebron will live for a long time he's a really healthy guy i listened to a podcast another podcast with like uh jason bateman will Arnett, guys from arrested development and they had lebron on oh really and it was just like here it was weird to hear him talk about like him as a father and so i'm like damn he's kind of getting old but he's only like 36 37 he's like 37 i think he's gonna turn 38 this year though yeah, this upcoming season. He's so good, though. Like, the yeah. fact that he's 37, he averaged 30 points per game. Yeah, how'd we get there? Oh, yeah, Boston. So my, my sister's moving me into Boston. That's I don't so know, nice of her. I don't know how and what way she's going to be helpful. Ella? No, Zoe. Zoe. Oh. Are, wait, are your parents moving school. you into? No, no. So my mom actually wanted to, like, leave me for dead. She was like, you're, you're good to move in on your own, right? I'm like, yeah. Whatever you want, mother. Like, <laughs> oh, so Zoe's and, gonna help. And then Zoe was like, "Um, actually, I would like uh, a trip to Boston because she has friends there, and she can help you." Know. So she was like, "Yo, Yoni, just like tell Emo like that you need help." Still, <sighs> she knew that my mom didn't want to go. 
What about um, your dad? Oh no, they'll probably come for Parents Weekend. They didn't come last Parents Weekend because it was so a lot closer. close to um, yeah to uh, Thanksgiving moving in. Oh, moving in. Work. And they were they stayed for past moving in time for Rosh Hashanah. And getting out so, to Boston's kind of a bitch. Yeah, so they'll definitely come this Parents Weekend. Though I want them to, you know, meet the guys in the fraternity, see my my luxurious townhouse I'll be living in. That was a joke. My father will definitely have some comments on the cleanliness of the place. This is so, what what is this place? This is what I pay rent for? What is this? <laughs> I mean, he, he knows it's cheap, so he's probably like a little suspicious right now. He's like, he's probably like, you only I'm proud of you for sticking it out. He's like, like good good American. I like slipped up and like talked about how like you know there's like some like it's a dirty neighborhood. There's like you know it's not it's not as nice as Brookline, which is another. It's like near Fenway where uh, Fenway Ballpark is. Yeah, it's not like that. It's a bit more west. You know, more run down, and I slipped up. He's like, "Yoni, what is this neighborhood okay?" I'm like, "Oh, you'll be fine, totally good." But then remember, I told the story about Jeremy when he went to visit the house, and the crackhead lady was like, "Give me everything you got." <laughs> Didn't tell him that. Did not tell him that. Hopefully, he doesn't listen to this episode. You'll be fine. But that's an off and on listener, so Yoni, my take is like, if there's any time in our lives to be living in like poor neighborhoods, it's now. It's now. When I say poor, I mean. I don't mean, like, money poor. I mean, like... Sketchy. Yeah. Like, just... Yeah, no, our, uh... The the tenants who live there now, who are about to leave, they got a ring, which apparently is, like, a necessity. That's a good idea, actually. In that, in that hood, so... Yeah, because at (laughs) USC, it's kind of, like, off-campus houses are great because they're cheap and big. Yeah. Um, but, like, basically, there's, like, a street, and then once you get... It goes, like... I can't even remember its name. It's like, there's 27th and 28th and 29th. It keeps going. Okay, yeah. But there's like a certain number that once you get past it, you're like, yeah, you don't want to get there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like 33rd and onward or something like that. Or just like the students that do there, live there are like way more likely to get robbed, for instance. Nice. So yours is, is yours close to you, USC? Wait, you want to hear something crazy actually about crime and stuff? I, I recently crime. was Let's going go. through... Um, all my emails for my school email because I wanted it to be, like, clean when I went to school. And an email I received, like, Keep the going. middle of the summer because I'm on the Chabad email list, obviously. Of course. Um, the rabbi basically said it's been, like, a brutal summer because they they experienced, like, multiple crimes. So they were in... Um, to the Chabad house? No, no. Just, like, in general. Not, okay. not specifically to the Chabad house, but um, one thing that happened was they were, they were out of town maybe Chicago, but somewhere, and someone broke into their car while they were gone and stole, like, a bunch of stuff, including their son's tefillin. Not the tefillin. The tefillin. No. Which is a Jewish uh, necessity. And then, uh, and then I don't remember the other thing. They had one other thing happen, but then the crazy thing was one morning, um, there were, like, police helicopters flying, like, low, and, like, it woke them all up at, like, 6 a.m., because, like, because they were flying really low. That's Los Angeles. And, like, they kind of, like, stayed in their house, and, like, that's so weird, but, like, they didn't do anything, and then a few hours later, around 9 a.m., like, they decided to go outside. I, I can't remember what the reasoning was, and they went outside, and they were like, oh, my God, like, someone stole a bike. They had a bike stolen. So they sent out a, a police helicopter for a stolen bike. Whoa, whoa, whoa hold the on. The chopper came out No, for no. That? And so they call 911, and then a police officer comes, and then another, and then another, and another. And it, what, what turned out happening was the police helicopter was uh, 
actually searching for this guy. I don't remember what he actually did, but he did something. Oh, and and the guy hid in their backyard. No. And so he basically, but he took it to like be a positive thing. And he was like, thank God none of us decided to go down early. Because if we had like gone, because apparently literally like minutes before they went into their backyard, he decided to leave and stole the bike to like escape. Yeah, I was going to say, so he stole the bike. Yeah, to run but away from had they gone down earlier, gone. apparently he had like his hand in his pocket the whole time. Like he had a gun situation wow. so he turned into like a bh Hashem, good, like he, the the rabbis always turn it around i know and, I then, and then he takes it to be like we don't live in a bad neighborhood and then like explain why yeah you do bro <laughs> yeah you- <laughs> but then he just explained it like and then he started talking about tubish or not tubish uh what's the holiday tu- yeah the love getting the torah oh uh yeah tubish or no what was the it's there not was- shavuot Shavuot? Yeah, Shavuot. Yeah, he yeah. talked about that, and then he like gave a up? whole like tour. Like, no, it happened already. Just remember old email. Yes, you yes. celebrated it in Israel. You stayed up and did uh, Torah. Oh yeah. 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 Anyways, and then there was also the the minor. It's a Tubishva or Tubav, which is like the, but the apparently Sabbath. apparently I didn't read the whole thing because I had to go through the rest of the emails. But apparently he um. Shavuot is actually considered just as important of a holiday in the Torah as Passover. It's a big holiday. I mean, no one's celebrating the foundation. But I feel like most, like, not yeah, most no. Jews, like, don't pay attention to it. That's true. I wonder, like, we, how certain holidays got the clout from, like, the more reformed community, you know? They're like, oh, we'll, we'll observe this one. Passover's lit. Passover's lit. No, <laughs> Unless not. you're keeping... The no bread for the week. And, like, the first two nights are fun, and then it's just, like... And then you're, like... Why'd we have to make this an eight-day... Situation. Holiday. Which I actually don't know. Maybe I'll find out in my Jewish history class. Oh, yeah, you're taking that. That'll be fun. I'm so excited for it. I'm it curious cool how it... the Chabad rabbi was, like, uh... Came, got a feature. But you said it's modern. Well, that's the modern. thing. I don't, I you don't know? I, I have no idea. Coming in blind. I'm curious what how I'm gonna feel about it. Like, if I'm going to, like, feel, like, emotional connection to what I'm learning, or if it's going to just kind of be, like... I, subject. when we're back on the podcast remote, I want you to tell me what percentage of The class Jews. is Jews. Yeah, I'm curious as to... That's the issue, though. Apparently, the, the class is, like, enjoyable and, like, not too super difficult, so I feel like it's not just going to have Jews. It's just going to have no, people No, that's good, though. I'm, no, I I'm, I, I hope for it to be a... Universities actually tend percentage. to have a lot of Jewish... I, yeah, I'm pretty sure every university offers, like, at least a minor in, like, Jewish studies or Jewish history. But it makes sense because even though there there's not a lot of Jews in the world, the world is how it is because of Jews. If it weren't for Jews, there wouldn't be Christianity, there wouldn't be Islam, and that's, like, True. literally, Foundation of <laughs> like, 80% of the world. <laughs> nah, not 80, that is probably crazy 75%. to think about. Speaking of Islam, Salman Rushdie who's a big, he's Muslim, or I don't know if he like, he's obviously not a practicing Muslim because he wrote a book basically shitting on the Quran. He got stabbed in New York oh, by heard. an Iranian wait, sympathizer, he, wait, aka he's, terrorist. He, he's Islam, or he's yeah, so Islamic? Like he, yeah, he was raised Muslim. And then he shit on the Quran. And so then he obviously like disassociated completely. And then basically right after he published that book, I forgot what it's called, um, the... Iranian Ayatollah issued a fatwa, which is basically like a death warrant. Just saying someone called to him. death on on him. Have and they done that for Israel? They probably have like some some Israeli leaders on the fatwa. 
See, the fatwa, like, it's obviously, like, if you're on it, you're like, fuck. But, like, at the same time, like, if you're not in a Muslim country... You're like, probably okay. But not this guy. No, so, I mean, this guy's obviously famous Apparently for his Apparently he's gonna lose an eye. And, um... That he actually had uh, an original, he had a first assassination attempt back in like the 90s, right after he released the book, and then like pretty much quiet up until now. That's Although awful. in 2010, the uh, Al Qaeda added him to their list, their hit list, which they just call the hit list. So they <laughs> they all have all the different radical terrorists. They have different names for their <laughs> for their hit list. I guess Al Qaeda went uh, with. A... Uh, it's probably in Arabic, though. Honestly, no way they're like. The like, hit list. Yeah. It's like Arabic, 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 hit list. Hit list. <laughs> it is interesting. So if you're on the fatwa and you're just a normal, you know, like Muslim yeah. living in Iran, like you're fucked. Yeah. But the thing is with that, they only really put high public famous figures on the fatwa because they're harder to reach. So they're like basically notifying the entire public, like go if you get a chance. Take if you're it. a regular Muslim dude who like does something against the Quran and you're on, you're just going to get, yeah, killed. they're just going to grab you off the street. It's not that hard to get you. I know there's this whole, who was that? I'm forgetting her name, but who was the, and maybe she wasn't even in Iran, but I know she was in like the middle East, the girl who won the Nobel peace prize who like was like, Oh yeah. She almost died and stuff. What was her name? Because she's, like, an honest hero. Because she basically, like, advocated for women's education, so they, like, tried to kill her. But I don't remember what country it was in. Malala. It was Malala. Yep. We found her. Malala. Yeah, what country was she in? Her story is fascinating, though. She won in 2018, I believe. I think they made a movie about her. Pakistan. Pakistan. Pakistan's also pretty, like, dangerous. Because their Taliban has a lot of influence in some parts of the country. I mean, there's the government that's, like... Yeah. Yeah, no. So it's actually kind of concerning that Pakistan has control of nuclear weapons, considering that Taliban has larger control. Yeah, but the Taliban doesn't control Pakistan. They control. That's true. But like, let's say they somehow gain the strength to overthrow it, but just they like can't. Afghanistan. But but like, I feel like any country with nukes is impossible to fully take over because they like, can just nuke their enemy. Uh, yeah, but then they kind of be nuking their own country. But yeah, no good point. And also, as you said, uh, India. They'd nuke each other. Yeah, because of uh, Kashmir. Or the... I think it's ca- Kashmir? I think, I think that's... Kash. Kash, Reg- yeah, Kash. Regardless. Um, the Khalifa. Wait. <laughs> that's in Dubai. Safe, cool place. Yeah, this guy... Well, because this guy who wrote this book, Shitting on the Quran, doesn't surprise me that people want him dead, because one of like the basic principles is that the Quran is the greatest piece of literature ever written. <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean and, pre- people <laughs> said about the Torah and the Bible too, so And so to like That's a pretty big insult to all observing Muslims. It's like it's like a belief that it's the perfect book. It, the words come straight from God. Yeah, you're like, "Oh, you think this is perfect? You think this is from God? Let me just sh- shit on it." Yeah, but you don't want to do that, dude. You don't want to shit on God. So I'm, I, I'm assuming this guy's atheist, or maybe I don't know. Maybe he's into another religion. I mean, maybe but... he just knows how to clickbait. <laughs> Honestly, he's done a great job with himself. For what it's worth, I bet this assassination attempt is just going to increase book sales. <laughs> he survived too. Yeah, he survived, but he's going to lose an eye. No. Yeah. Did they say that? Or likely to lose an eye. I saw the initial report that he was in, like, not doing great. He was probably going to live, though, but he, like, was going to lose an eye. Well, I know he's on a ventilator, and then he got off the ventilator, which is a good sign. And then... He got stabbed, though, right? Yeah, he got stabbed in the neck, I thought. Oh. Maybe, like, disconnected one of the nerves. Kind of weird to get stabbed in the U.S., I feel like. 
No, it's kind of crazy. Like, people are kind of just like, oh, a stabbing. Like, stabbings happen, like, whatever, like, crime, like, but no one really in cares bad neighborhoods. But, like, but like this guy, this is, like, based, this is, like, you know, like, apparently the guy's driver's license had, like, a Hezbollah sticker on it. Because, you know, Hezbollah is, like, pretty yeah. much Iran's puppet. So, like, this Wait, is, like, this is a, Lebanon, right? This is a fucking terrorist. Yeah, they're stationed in... They're, the they're actually a very... So, people don't know a lot about them. I learned about them in Israel. They're an extremely well-trained army. I'm, like, worried because, like, it's really, like, Hamas that takes up the news headlines. Well, because, there. yeah, because they are technically, like, and the meanwhile, governor. like, Hezbollah, like, has just been kind of keeping quiet well, but that's, and getting that's ready. that's the whole thing. And, like, yeah, that, that's the point I was making is that people focus on Hamas, but um, Hezbollah's, like, an amazingly well-trained army. Like, I'm pretty sure they helped invade, um... They helped the syrian government against like the oh, rebellion the rebel, the just because like ISIS. yeah wow um and like they sense. did a really they were extremely effective but israel actually expends like a lot of resources like interfering with hezbollah's affairs and, like, yeah no they're like trying to slow them down as much as possible hezbollah, no, but yeah, yeah no that makes sense that they because iran probably wants the the totalitarian dictator what's his name Assad or something in in uh, Lebanon that guy no in uh, Syria they want him in power instead of like oh yeah he's that guy of, is he's a bad terrible dude. he's he, a like, terrible basically like he he used chemical warfare people yeah on his own people just to stay in power so, and it worked <laughs> no one stopped him well cause now it's still bad. it's technically still going on but like I'm pretty sure the rebels are super like yeah, fractured yeah definitely died like down. there are thousands like literally over a thousand different groups now. They're so yeah, you're right. Yeah, I've heard about that. But um, no, there was like ten straight years from like twenty two thousand seven to like twenty seventeen or like twenty ten to twenty twenty, where it's just like raging civil war and just like everyone involved, like Russia too, like America helping out. I think the rebels. I don't even know. But America I know the definitely Russians gave arms. Assad. Yeah, definitely arms. And it was just like absolutely refugee. Terrible. Now, it was a like, terrible situation. I don't know, like, like I, yeah, I think you're right. It's still going on, but everyone's just like nobody. Either nobody talks about it, or it's a lot less destructive and deadly. I, I, as it was. I think it's just that like Syrian government's in way more control, so it's kind of like less. To talk like okay, about. we're back to our dictatorship. Only like you know people get killed in secret. You know, no, Jesus, not yeah. a big deal. Pretty wild. And then no explosions. Well, then there's also the whole thing of like <laughs> Yemen. And have Saudi Arabia just, I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, Yemen's starving Yemen. Also, like, there's a famine and there's, like, Saudi Arabia. Violence. There's well, Saudi, some Saudi Arabia, there. like, wants Yemen, I'm pretty sure. And they, like, have, like, an embargo against them. I don't know. Maybe, why? Because it's on the coast. I guess Saudi Arabia is just a fucking desert. We didn't talk about, did you see they unveiled those new plans to build that, like, 20 mile long city? Who? Saudi Arabia. I'm confused. As if they can, like, even, like, maintain their own infrastructure. At least let, like, let women drive first before you, <laughs> yeah, before you build a, no, you have to see this. I don't, you have to look it up, dude. I Saudi Arabia, pictures. well, they, like, follow extreme, like, extremely conservative Islamic values. I, yeah. Um, They're just not as they, violent they, as, like, They just own. have tons of money. Yeah, from the oil. So they can, like, still build crazy stuff. I think they're violent in their own way. They they align better with American values in the sense that Iran hates America because we interfere too much with it's them. It's called the line. Oh, you're saying it's a city that like 
It's like literally a single a, line that yeah, goes it's twenty like super miles. Narrow. I thought you were saying it'd be a, like a city that's like just no. twenty miles. Like I'll throw up some pictures on the that uh, looks ridiculous. YouTube video of people haven't heard about it, but it was all over the news. Basically, it's like this. It's only like one mile wide, but it's like super long and like basically like there's no need for cars because it's like a smart city and like everything is like super near you and like you can like walk across something. Like, and I'm sure I'm sure there's like a train that just goes like. They even got a room for a in the middle stadium. That's so wild. And like, yeah, the revolutionary urbanism. It's like, it's going to be 170 kilometers long. That's like 100 that's miles. A... Okay, how long do you think that's going to take, though? See, I don't think they're going to build it. It's just an idea. Like, like everyone's like, wow, it's going to be sick. Like, Saudi Arabia does not nearly have their shit enough together. They think they're the United Arab Emirates out here. Like, yeah, it's the UAE that has the crazy. Uh, yeah, like the UAE. If they came out with this plan, I'd be can like, I see okay. the UAE cities. Yeah, let me look up Dubai. Is Dubai like it's just fucking rad as fuck? Oh, it's so crazy looking. Like it looks like a a a, a water like, park. It looks really cool. <laughs> it looks really cool. It's sick, and like they built this all really fast. So. Unless Saudi Arabia can, like, quickly get their shit together like that, like, go for it. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, like, they, the, the leaders and the elites there, they do have big money, but, like, I don't know. Yoni. It's just... Given that this is our final episode before uh, I head to school, man. That's sad. It is sad. This very big topic change. I just was thinking about it. What piece of pieces of advice do you have for me as I head into college? Ooh. Should we, like, give each other advice? Yes. Top four pieces. Top four. Top four pieces of advice for one another. I would say... Cherish the moments and, and remember. Remember the moments. Because personally for me, I have a very bad childhood memory. Aww. And I was actually talking to my uncle who was in Florida uh, with me. And he was like, dude, you gotta, you gotta keep like the good times as memories. Because like, you know... Good times they come and go, right? With time, but you want to remember all the. That's a great piece of advice. Just like in the moment, be like, "This is a dope moment." Like, this is a dope put, moment. Insert into brain. You know, you were saying that when we shelf. were camping. When we were camping, I, yeah, you I were mean, like, "I wish I could just pause time. This is great." It's something I've wished for for a while, but luckily, that's. I mean, un, unfortunately, it's not how. Uh, hmm. Cookie space crumble. space time continuum works. Um, yeah. So that's one. Chew. <laughs> you tell. <laughs> Have ever seen live on the podcast? Oh yeah, plenty of times. No. Sometimes I cut it out. Sometimes I leave it in and just like, <laughs> zoom in on you going. Ah. But. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Jeez, man. <laughs> That's gonna be uh, like that's so that tell sequence is so funny. Um okay, so that's one. Um what else? Um Go to all the school spirit events, man. I wish I had that. Big facts. You gotta take that for granted. I mean we have that, but like I you know, it's not the same environment. I'm gonna go to all these football games, man. Go to all the football games. Um if you have homework to do, you know, maybe show up to the tailgate later though. Yeah, facts. Prioritize. Don't waste the whole day because then you're like hungover. And you're like, I don't know. It's like very good advice. Um, God. So yeah, that was kind of two and one. Wow. Three. Ooh. 
just like say yes say yes that's also very good like yes theory which i really have not watched much of their stuff but i know our friend daniel is a big fan of them i think he'd tell you the same thing just if if say yes if an opportunity arises and it's not super suspicious and creepy and weird what if it's a little weird but not the other things that's that's a total send that's a send gotta say yes (laughs) send um (laughs) four Ooh, i like this is something i've been like there's this like guy on tiktok who's like stop overthinking things and just like you know, just go out there. It's like nobody, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, we're on this fucking floating rock, you know? Yeah. Just put yourself out there. Like No one cares. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, if you do something weird in front of somebody, like, that you think is fun, whatever, you're just having a good time, like, they're going to forget in, like, the next week at maximum. Yeah, so true. So true. Just got to go balls like, deep in life. you're only in your own head, you know? Balls deep you're in life. Them. Balls deep in life. Fuck it, we ball. Wow. That's the final and fourth. That was that was four great pieces of advice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to that again. Cause listen it's on up, the podcast. kids. Listen up, kids. All right, these are my advice for yonis. For the yonis, for man. the yonis, for the other yonis out there. If there's <laughs> any others listening, that'd be cool. Okay, my first one. Um, my first one is don't don't be content. And I'm not saying like don't be happy and have a good time. What I'm saying is like don't. Just say, okay, yeah, I, I have, like, yeah, don't settle. And just keep, just because you have good friends, have good social life, have good academics, doesn't mean that there isn't other cool opportunities that you could discover if you, if you allow yourself. Because it's so easy once you, like, build a comfortable life to just be like, okay, this is it. But you gotta, gotta, you know, not be, stay hungry, you know? You gotta stay hungry. Stay keep looking. Grind, yeah. And whether that's, like, joining more clubs or just, you know, meeting new people. That's my first one, for, for sure. Definitely. Um, my second one. Wow, you were so good at this. It's actually very Probably impressive. would have been better if you went back and forth. I know. Stole the good ones. No, it's okay. <laughs> my second one is um, don't, don't forget to stop and smell the roses. And I know that sounds corny, but the reason I say it is because you might think you're surrounded by roses, but if you don't stop to smell, you won't know when they're starting to die. And I know that sounds depressing, but in life, everything's constantly changing and moving, and you just always have to be aware. I'm not saying like you have to think about it all the time, but you know, you should check in with how things are going, how different relationships are going, and say, okay, like, am I happy with where things are at? And if they are, excellent. Continue. Totally. But if they aren't, you know, re-evaluate. and I'll build off of that. Just like you said, like don't think about it too much in terms of everything changing, because that gets overwhelming. I know that gets overwhelming for me. So, but you're totally right. Just like. In like status update on myself, you know what's going on, you know, and I mean, there's not many roses at BU. I mean, I'll mainly be smelling concrete and gasoline, but I kind of <laughs> like, I kind of like the smell of gasoline, so it's okay. <laughs> okay Especially my, garages. My third is a uh, get a winter jacket. Don't die. That's a good one. Because that, if, if you one. die, it <laughs> doesn't matter. You're dead. <laughs> None fun. of the other advice applies if you die. Yeah, get that winter jacket and uh, don't get stabbed by a homeless person. Those two are the same. Okay. I'll Just know. stay safe out there. Stay hungry. Totally. Um, stay my stay last hungry. one is... Is... Grow. My last one is try to grow. You know, however that looks like. Whether that's like... Grow in every aspect of your life. Have your relationships grow and get stronger. Have <laughs> relationships with new people grow and get stronger. 
grow in muscle, grow in muscle, grow intellectually. Yeah. Just don't become more pretentious. Because that'd be pretentious. I know some pre- some pretentious fucks out there. Oh yes. <laughs> Bl- fuck you, you, you bloody, you bloody <laughs> twat. I don't even know if like is that believable? Like I don't know. Like we have some Brit. Brit- uh, oh. It's fine. Yeah, that was great. Twat. Advice. Anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was great. I'm just happy to you know be here right now in the moment with you, Manny. Before we, before we send off on our separate ways, just. This is a bigger deal. This is a bigger deal than when uh, Trump shook hands with Kim Jong Un. This is yeah. I mean, we're not like enemies, obviously. But they weren't enemies either. Apparently, Kim Jong Un wrote him love letters. Stop! I stop. swear to God, the, stop. you know how the FBI raided his house. One of the things they found was uh, Kim Jong Un love letters to Trump. Where, like, was not this, like, like confessing new, his love, but like they like call, a, a news source like talked about that. Yeah, like they called him like a. Out. Or you know what? Daniel told me that they took uh, letters. From Kim Jong-un, but then I looked it up, and, like, years ago, CNN called them love letters, so take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> but years ago, like, letters that Kim Jong-un had sent Trump were leaked, so I wouldn't be surprised that they were the same. But, like, Kim Jong-un called him, like... They were kind. Like, the exalted one, and, like, <laughs> just, like, crazy shit. No wonder, like, he stopped making all those threats to America. Him and Trump were, they were like, dude, I would never nuke my, my bestie. <laughs> What? Yeah, well, I didn't know. We didn't even talk about Trump's raid, but I mean, you can, I mean, the FBI raid on Trump's house, but I mean, eh. that that's news. I feel like that's the news that came out of that. I, I think we kind of just got to wait to see what happens. Well, clearly well, we're we'll seeing talk. which files are coming out. Yeah, we'll talk. We got that. We'll talk about it. We got to talk more about that in the next episode. But anyways, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Look forward to the next one where we talk yes, more about Kim Jong-un and, and uh, Trump's love. Yeah, we did talk about butts affair. today. High five. Yeah. Well, you don't know, but that has been said. But <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, nice, not. Nice. <laughs> Although, um, yeah, no, we're done here, guys. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Very Nice Podcast for the funniest clips from this and other episodes. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Patreon. Get a free mug and have a uh, episode a month. Very nice day. Peace.